Welcome to the ISO on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. This is a Wednesday, meaning Mailbag Wednesday. It is August 31st. Had to look at the calendar really quick because it's hard to believe that August is over. That means college basketball season is right around the corner. It means college football has started. And I appreciate the questions that have come in from Seth, Tony, and Phil. But first, if you have a question, send it my way. Either email it to dickow at scorebooklive.com or send it to our Gonzaga Nation SI social media channels, whether it's Instagram, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Twitter or TikTok. Send it my way through those channels, uh, or you can even send it to me on my own personal uh, social media channels, whether it's at Dan Dickow 21 on Twitter or Instagram at D Dickow 21. So let's just jump right into it uh, on a mailbag Wednesday episode where I take three, sometimes four listener questions, uh, whatever it might be, and I do my best to, to give it a good answer. So uh, we'll get going right now with Seth from Dallas. He asks, have you been to SMU and what do you think of their arena? Uh, yes, I have been to SMU. I know Gonzaga played there a few years back. I believe it was with Kyle Wilcher's group. Um, I think they won. I can't I can't remember the outcome of that game. I didn't go to that game, um, but I have been to, uh, I believe it's called Moody Coliseum um, uh, at SMU. And I called a game for CBS Sportsnet a few years back. It was Cincinnati when Mick Cronin was the head coach against SMU, Tim Jankovic was the head coach, but um, unbelievable facility, unbelievable college gym. Uh, the uniqueness, the the cool factor of that uh, arena uh, was was something I wasn't expecting. You know, uh, I was, I saw pictures coming in. Uh, I'd seen it on TV before, um, but I thought, you know, the size of the arena and what they did and, and kind of made it unique uh, was really cool, was awesome. Uh, I hope that I can get another game um, to call uh, in the near future at SMU. Dallas is one of my favorite cities. Uh, spent a short time there with the Mavericks, uh, lived in Plano, but really, really love Dallas. And I would love to get back to SMU because it's such a cool arena. So appreciate the question, Seth. Oh, and by the way, I think SMU has got a great new coach in Coach Lanier who was at Georgia State. And Georgia State gave Gonzaga some some headaches in that first round in uh, this past season in Portland at the NCAA tournament. Uh, next question, Tony from Lewiston. He asks, why won't Gonzaga and Washington State play? Um, good question. You know, I, I think Wazoo would love to keep that series alive. I think it does more for Washington State, to be honest with you, than it does for Gonzaga at this time. I know... Coach Few and Kyle Smith are friends, uh, and Coach Few doesn't like to play his friends and, and beat them. Uh, now, Kyle Smith was obviously in the WCC for a number of years as an assistant and then a head coach at San Francisco, and that's a different deal where you just can't get away from it, kind of like Billy Greer, even though Beege and, and Coach Few are much closer. You can't get away from it if you're in the same league, but if you can schedule it the same uh, or schedule it in the non-conference, that's a different deal. Um you know, I, I think, you know, for both those schools, they're trying to find their way in in uh, scheduling non-conference. Gonzaga's got a formula that's worked for them really well for, for a number of years, and they play such a high-level national schedule um, that for them to play a regional opponent 
uh, such as Washington State or or even Washington to a certain extent um, has more regional interest than it would national. And Gonzaga really is looking for a lot of national games. Now I know I'm going to get some comments from Cougar fans and Husky fans about that, but you know it just that is the the nature of it right now. Um, you know I think Washington State. If you look at their non-conference, I know they're not playing Idaho this year for the first time. I want to say in close to a hundred years. So, you know, they're going through trying to figure out how to best make, put their schedule together. They've been one of the best uh, staffs uh, under Kyle Smith, at least analytically looking at opportunities and, and what they need to do. Um, you know, they were closer to making the NCAA tournament a season ago than a lot of people probably think when you base, when, when you look at their analytic structure of, of, how their, uh, you know, net ranking, their Ken Palm, and, and all the important factors um, went into uh, looking at the season. They were a lot closer than many people think. So uh, I don't see that game happening any anytime soon. Um, if it were to happen, uh, I think it would be uh, a Spokane Arena game as opposed to a Pullman game or an on-campus game at Gonzaga. Uh, next question, Phil from Lexington. He says, I'm coming to Spokane to watch Kentucky beat Gonzaga. What should I do and where should I stay? Well, Phil, uh, awesome that you're coming to the game. Um, I don't know about the outcome of that. I, I think Gonzaga's primed for a heck of a year. Although Kentucky, Oscar Sheboy's back. He's, a, you know, just like Drew Timmy, he's kind of one of the front runners for player of the year across the country. So it should be a fun game. Um, but when you look at it, uh, you know, going from Lexington – to Spokane uh, is a difficult trip. Uh, I've made it from Spokane to Lexington and back for a broadcast for broadcast before, and it, it's difficult to get there. Um, obviously, if, if if you're on the team, you're going to be flying on a charter, but if you're a fan getting there, uh, it's going to be a difficult trip. So you, you're probably going to be flying Delta. My guess would be through into either Atlanta, Minneapolis, Salt Lake City, getting into Spokane. And then when you get to Spokane, uh, there's a number of great hotels, but to be honest, if you want the full Spokane experience, you got to stay at the Davenport. Uh, there, there's nothing like the Davenport. Uh, it's one of my favorite hotels all across the country. There's three or four different Davenport properties in Spokane, but stay at the original Davenport. Uh, you won't be disappointed. Uh, for breakfast, Depending on how adventurous you are, if you want to get out a little bit from the downtown core, Frank's Diner is a great breakfast spot. They've got two of them, one near the downtown, one up north. Uh, that's a good spot. Uh, and then there's a place in Kendall Yards called The Yards, one of the best breakfast spots that I've been to. Uh, you can't go wrong there. Um, and then as far as, you know, the game itself will be at the Spokane Arena. The Clinker Daggers is a great restaurant right across the street um, if you want something really nice right on the river uh, if you're looking a little bit more low-key david's pizza is also right across the street from the spokane arena but then post game um, probably want to hit up jack and dance one of the best sports bars in the country used to be owned by uh, one of gonzaga's royal families i guess you could call him john stockton's dad jack uh, owned it for a number of years. It's a block or so off campus. Uh, it is a Spokane institution. Uh, you'll you won't be disappointed. Uh, you'll be there. Um, I would imagine 
a lot of Kentucky fans that come in for the game will head that way just for the experience and just to, to check out um, what it's like at Jack and Dan's. Um, but friendly people, they're not going to give you too much of a hard time, uh, especially because Gonzaga is probably going to win that game. So uh, appreciate the question, Phil. Uh, best of luck with your travels, safe travels, and enjoy your time in Spokane. Thanks again for listening to the ISO and Mailbag Wednesday. Again, if you have a question, send it my way. I'll do my best to get to it. Take care. Have a great rest of your week.